0: The song Reckless Love has been a hot topic for many worship leaders and theologians debating on whether the word reckless should have been in there and someone finally has gone and did their own version with the word sovereign. Jesus Wannabes on the Grace and Full podcast. Thanks for listening to "Grace in Full." Unfortunately, this song is removed due to copyright issues, but you still get to hear the backstory from Jesus Wanna Bees and hear where they're going. I hope you enjoy this, and be sure to check out their Facebook um, after the episode. Just a quick big thank you to faithcast.com for putting us on their directory. If you want other great Christian podcasts from politics and sports to sermons, check out faithcast.com, podcast to help you keep the faith. So talk me through what the the thought process was on um, the original lyrics and making it your own um, and how you got
1: to that point. Um, so it basically started um, more so in a, in a church setting as in um, me and my wife, the music at the church will help with that. And um Well, to give Corey credit, I think the song musically is amazing. It's super catchy. It's a really good song musically. And um, so I don't know, we thought about, we we heard and of course immediately, you know, got the red flag and I was like, wait, something's wrong with these lyrics. And also with kind of the focus of the lyrics, not just the word reckless. Um, And so we kind of tried to... You know, we tried to work with the lyrics and and create a version that we thought was more appropriate for a worship type setting, congregational setting with the church, and so that's kind of how it started. So it didn't even I, it didn't even start in kind of the metal type, um, mm-hmm. uh, alternative rock, whatever uh, genre. It, it was so it didn't have the rap part. It was just all the tweaking, and it didn't it didn't say sovereign actually. It was it's uh, we it, it said wondrous. Oh, okay, um, And so we just, we just did it that way. And, um, and, and, and so, but the, the goal was how can I get, uh, this song to be more about m- focusing on God and less focusing on us, which we feel the, the, the song, the original song strongly, um, dedicates uh, the lyrics to, which is kind of like emphasizing yes what god does for us but it leaves you more of a sensation of like look at how much i'm worth yeah how much uh, you know how much god wants to be with me he's even willing to you know cross the mount climb the mountains (laughs) all these amazing things to get to me yeah and that's i think every line isn't it um
0: almost every line yeah
1: yeah like is is how how
0: good he he is to to me.
1: me yeah
0: yeah um it's uh, it, the verses even back and forth from when, when I didn't feel like I was good enough. Uh, Jesus was good to me. He was kind to me. Um, I can see I could see that when I first heard it, I was I liked it until I started looking at the lyrics and listening. And a lot of people I knew um, just everywhere, really, on, on the Internet was saying how reckless was um, the wrong choice and God has never been reckless. And um, yeah. I, I remember thinking that reckless is not something that's um, a, a, no, a no-go for me when it comes to worship as far as, you know, can I describe God's love as reckless? Well, I think it could be if we're trying to just um, describe his love as unconditional almost. There, there was no conditions. There was no bars hold uh, that he was... Uh, you know, he didn't hesitate. And I think that's what Corey was going for. Um, but really, for me, when it comes to worship and, and like you were saying, I really noticed how um, a lot of it was was putting was even if it's even if it does talk about the unworthiness, it still talks about just how it, it gives this elevated version of mankind it makes us Mm -hmm. elevated as if god wanted us you know so much because we're special when reality um god wanted us so much because he loved us because he created us and i don't i don't think it gives that aspect in the original of him loving his creation as it could i guess um i mean you know it, it it seems like it's missing that, like it doesn't seem to touch on that part. Um, yeah. There was, uh, w- talked about that, the bridge. Um, talking about the, the mountains climbing up you, in your song, of course, you mentioned it was taken down. So I don't know how, how y'all are going to figure out how to get that back up and out to the public. Um, but um, you changed a few lyrics in that, especially the, um, I'm trying to remember what the original line is. No man, you coming after me.
1: Coming after me. That's yeah. the
0: line. And that really shows that. I mean, I love the idea of God pursuing me rather than me pursuing him. But yeah. still, uh, when it comes to a corporate worship setting, you changed it to, uh, I think it was God, you are my king. Um, yeah, how great. How
1: great you! How great are, you king.
0: are, my king. So there's so much adoration and, and awe in that I feel when you're praising and worshiping God. It's so much better to say, "Oh, how great you are," rather than "Oh, you came for me." Oh, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, talk like. How did you get from you? You know, are you the worship leader at your church, or just um, you musician?
1: Or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and my wife are in charge of the okay the music at the church. Yeah.
0: So how did it go from leading in a corporate setting to the metal, kind of hard rock style? That is that just your genre of choice, and you just uh, decided to do that, or?
1: Yeah. So I mean, if you've if if, if you've been uh, on the YouTube channel, mm-hmm. you see that only have, we only, we well now we only have one track up, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I I, you know, I grew up, um, you know, loving that genre and. I had my band and everything so it's kind yeah. of just more of a, a passion towards that kind of music yeah and um i remember i heard some uh, like really good reformed uh christian hip-hop uh, rap rap uh rap artists really and i was just blown away i was like wow i've never heard hip-hop with such explicitly christ-centered lyrics yeah and and that was kind of interesting for me i was like dang what if i did something like that but in a, in a different genre which is the kind yep. of my my preference yeah and so so i just i i did that whole I did that ephesians track i think it was like i, I was loved that i lo- i just
0: listened to that today because i've been listening to sovereign love the last couple of days and okay. i listened to uh, i think is it jesus christ um it's and it's just
1: christ uh, yeah
0: just christ Oh, i must i yeah saw it cross-eyed. Uh, oh, cool. Yeah, I, I listened to it. I, I love the style. Like, metal, I don't know how you'd really subcategorize it, but metal, hardcore, whatever it is, that that is one of my personal preferences. Um, and so yeah. I was sitting to it just jamming, this is a really great song, and then to know um, I wasn't look, looking at the lyrics when I listened to it. I was in the car, but I could, what I was catching was like, man, this is like, the whole thing is all gospel centered, Christ centered theology in a metal song, yeah. which is awesome. Like I, I, I really hope that you guys get some more music out and maybe find some, you know, your own music would be great, but I think it would be really cool if you guys could find a way to, uh, safely post your own, uh, remixes i guess because i think it'd be fun to see more uh, I'm, yeah. I'm a man of controversy and so for one when there's a debate or a um just a controversy like that d- between reckless and not reckless and i saw someone post sovereign uh i thought oh this is going to be good and juicy gossip you know for one but then also it was so much more satisfying to to hear the lyrics in that song and um to hear someone refer to salvation and seeing about salvation as a, um, such a wondrous, unexplainable type of love that a creator has, you know, for his people rather than just some Jesus savior who is doing something good. And I feel like in Christianity today, I don't know about, you know, I was going to ask you that. How, how do you look at reformed versus you know i hate to make it like split but there's reformed yep. and then there's other christianity and i always feel like almost everything in christianity today is diminishing it whereas or diminishing whether it's god's power or his sovereignty or and, and elevating us whereas reformed always elevates you know god and his sovereignty like what is that like and how do you view the two sides of it if you will
1: oh man uh-huh probably a lot to unpack there Uh, but (laughs) yeah i think that um i mean it's not like i've studied much on the topic in regards to kind of like the like what led or what brought the church to where it is in that sense but yeah i've i've and maybe i can put it a different
0: way like okay um because I think there's probably people that don't understand reformed so like what draws I guess you could say what draws you to reformed um, theology or reformed doctrine and when you, when we're talking about like you were you know looking at lyrics of songs what draws you to that um, I don't know because for me I always feel that if I'm looking at um, a, a whether it's a teaching or a song from like elevation worship or a song from Shane and Shane. I don't know if you listen to them, but
1: I love Shane and Shane. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Two different sides of, I mean, it's all Christianity, it's all worship, but they are two different sides. And I feel like one of them is just different. So what, what kind of draws you, what's different about reformed than other um, uh, rest of Christianity today? Yeah, for you personally,
1: um, I think that there's there's a lot of stuff going on, and, and, and not just you know, not just this song, um, but there's a lot of kind of how do I make people feel that they belong, or how do I make people feel that God loves them, and how do I make people um feel more welcome in the church? It's just kind of like mm-hmm. the seeker sensitive kind of mentality is like, yeah, let's make songs that don't talk about how sin, how sinful we are. Let's make songs that just focus on God loving, yeah, um, you know, supernaturally and loves you just the way you are. No wrath, no nothing. And it's basically taking away the gospel. And, yeah. and at the same time, it's, it's interesting, but it kind of leaves people in this state of, which is what our flesh wants, which is we want to be, The main point, you know, when you get I mean, even if we talk about, you know, day to day life, you know, you're in traffic, somebody's in front of you, why do you get ticked (sighs) off? Because you're the point you need to be at a place at a specific time. And why is why are these things not working for your good, you know, in our mind?
0: Yeah, it's not about uh, the other people and what they need to get to. It's about me.
1: Right, <laughs> right. It's, it's all about me. Yeah. And so the problem is that when you teach that, even when 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 people already have this mentality, mm-hmm. and then you give them this whole idea of you're the point to God, you're yeah. not helping. Right. Like you are not, and that's and that's something that you know it really had to come to terms with. That's at, at one point, which is the gospel isn't really about you are not the end of the gospel. It's not yeah. about ransoming and saving you as if that's what God wants to ultimately accomplish. Yeah, That's a part of something bigger. And unless unless you are willing to recognize that you are not the point in yeah. your day-to-day life and you don't come to terms with that, then worship will even be just as hard because the point is outside of you. Yeah. And God is the point. So it's it's the same thing. So even day to day life, you know, worshiping, you know, God through the way we live, you know, offering our bodies as living sacrifices, as, as Paul puts it, it's like, man, right now, God is sovereign over this traffic. And I need to die to my yeah. wanting to be king over this situation. And God is conforming me to the image of the sun. He's perfectly patient. This is a perfect opportunity for me to be patient and glorify Him through the way that I, uh, you know, live out this situation. Yeah, and so, and worship in the singing thing is the same. It's like, why would we focus on ourselves when that's exactly one of our issues? Yep. You know, I'm saying. So why would you invite these people to think about their worth when that's all they want to think about? Yep. Like, let's let's think about. And that's what's the be- the beautiful part about the gospel, and that's where I think you really rob people from worship. The songs that hit me the most is when I understand um, my sinfulness and see God's love in spite of my sinfulness. yeah. So or those are the songs that really stir me to worship yep. where I'm like, I, man, that's so true. like God loved me you know while I was a sinner, yeah, Not because and- I'm amazing. And I
0: think popular Christian music today, especially worship music, tries to capture that, but they they put it in God's love in a form of ooey, gushy emotions, um, yeah. and they miss that in spite of the sinfulness. They miss the, in spite of um, how undeserving we are of it. Um, they, It's it's all just about the ooey, gushy love. And like you said, that's not going to drive someone to worship. That's just going to puff people up about how, oh, it makes me feel good to be loved. And certainly people need that. But when you think of a full circle of people coming to church, the first thing they should hear is, you're a sinner. You need Jesus. They need to understand their need for forgiveness. So if they already understand the need for forgiveness then, um, when it comes to worship, they, they know they're loved. I mean, they they shouldn't, I don't know, uh, (laughs) having that reminder of how undeserving we are makes the love so much different or so much, um, so much more than just saying you're loved no matter what, regardless of your, you know, when you don't put in the actions, the regardless of the actions, it's, um, What's that? What's the word? Um, it feels, uh, the, the man not deserved, <laughs> but, um, like, uh, entitled it's a, it's an entitlement. I de- I deserve the love. I, you know God loves me because he's a loving God. Why, why shouldn't right. he love me? Whereas a Reformed theology and, and, and a worship song like Sovereign Love, or, well, it's not, it's rock, you know. But the lyrics and the way you changed it is changing that, th- that view, I guess, on love. Um, yeah. But, uh, and I don't Would remember, you, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry,
1: which is ultimately, if you, if you even just consider the Bible, right, you mm-hmm. consider the full narrative, the full scope, Old Testament, New Testament, how, how much of it is it is like God specifically let us see the sinfulness of Israel. Yeah. The unfaithfulness of Israel. And that's, that's the majority of the whole scriptures. Yeah. And so it's like, why would we not want to communicate in the same way that God communicates to us through his word, which is just a big chunk of showing us how every single person Failed and failed and failed. Everybody mm-hmm. needs a savior. Israel abandons the covenant, leaves, wants to go back to slavery. You know, doesn't obey. Doesn't. Book after book, you get to see the sinfulness of Israel, and that's yeah. what God preserved in His Word to communicate to us. Yep. And then we just want to ignore all of that because that's not that's not us, right? That that's yep. sinful Israel. Yep, you know, but then understanding, like, no, we are, you know, whether Jew or Gentile, craft, uh, grafted into Israel. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's the same story, you know. And so we need to understand that we are just like those Israelites yep. in the yeah. wilderness. Oh, exactly. And you are a part of that story. Yeah. Paul and starts that's out when, that's when God's love in the, in in the, in the New Testament whatever and people like to think it's like that's what God promised in the Old Testament would happen. Yeah. So it's not like a different type of God. You know, it's the same God. This is what he said he would do and all the Old Testament was just showing us is to show us how messed up man is. Yeah. And and then God I- redeems us.
0: And and Paul even opens Romans like that, uh, you know, the very first chapter, t- telling yeah. us how wretched man is, how you know evil, wicked, and at the core, man yeah. is, you know, because of a fallen nature, we are all corrupt and we're all mm-hmm. sinful, and um, you know, I, I know that I don't think a lot of people really like to grasp that idea, um. But that was, you know, for me, drawing to reformed theology was, was that aspect of rather than teaching that, um, I mean, you know, some some other Christianity, I feel like does teach it, but there's this, um, total depravity, you know, type of feeling or type of. Since when it comes to man for reformed yeah. that draws me to that because you know for one that's i see that in myself oh yeah that's me i'm i'm wretched yeah. even even today um yeah. there's something else i, was, I thought of you're talking about worth uh, and it remind me of um we talk about identity here on grace and full a lot and something for me is like instead of elevating and sh- talking about how worthy we are or, or or singing worship about our worth the the reality is the only worth that we have now as Christians is in Jesus because of his obedience and his work like we receive that righteousness, that holiness that it's covered you know we become covered by him that his his uh because we are in him, we have the new identity, and that's what's yeah. that's what's worthy. Now exactly. I can consider myself worthy to enter his presence without being cleansed or without being, you know, well, I sinned on the way to church today. I don't know if I'm worthy in, to walk into, you know, that kind of mentality. Well, now we're worthy. But if you're going to be yep. talking about, um, you know, salvation and and trying to, especially in a seeker friendly church like you were talking about, you know. I don't know, it, 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 it diminishes the, the work and it diminishes the story of the gospel. It really does. Or, yeah. or like, I like your word. It robs you of the gospel. You know, it does it. Um, but so, um, going more onto just to get to know you a little more, um, how did Jesus wannabes start and what is it? Is it you or is it a group or, um, just a side project <laughs> is this for fun or
1: Um, well, (laughs) yeah, so it kind of just started with what I was, with, with what I was telling you about, like, um, heard some, some, you know, reformed Christian hip hop and and rap. And I just, um, tried to, it was kind of more of an experiment, you know, and kind of get out the, the, uh, desire or passion that I have towards that kind of music, Mm um, and I was like, man, well, what if I tried that? And, um, but it never re- really was anything serious. It was just something I put up and it was same thing with the, with the sovereign love thing. I was like, I'm just going to put it up and you know, yeah. see what happens. And I even had my page, this is, this is, this is what kind of flipped everything, but my Facebook page, cause there's a bunch of other projects and things that I'm working on specifically it's all in Spanish. We're serving. I mean, we live here in Mexico and Mm -hmm. so we want to serve our context. So we're doing a lot of stuff and planning on projects for uh, kind of more Latin America. But um, so I I, I think it was like Monday and I had a bunch of lists. Like I had a list in my head of things I have to do. And then, you know, I'm also swamped with things that I want to do, but I'm not doing, but you know, kind of, I don't, I don't know if if I, even have time to do it and right. i actually had my facebook page programmed for deletion and i was gonna delete that all that stuff yeah like the i was gonna take down the two songs that i had up to just delete it and i was like this is not even doing anything so why even have anything in the back of my head or on my hard drive <laughs> <Right>. taking up space <laughs> if i'm not even gonna you know take it seriously yeah um and i put it on deletion It takes like four, I think it's 14 days to delete. And I think like four days in, I started getting all these like, 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 well, followers, anything, anybody following me on Instagram, I was like, that makes no sense. I do not use Instagram. Yeah. And then I started getting messages and I'm like, what's happening. (laughs) And so I started seeing, you know, somebody took the video, reposted it and added some little words to it. And, like I think it said uh, somebody fixed reckless love and it's epic. And that's what (laughs) kind of started getting more viral. And I was like, dang. And so I was like, man, that's, that's crazy. But I was like, you know, it's just a thing and it's going to stop, but it didn't stop. Like people just kept on writing me up, contacting me. And I was like, wow, this is, this might be something I shouldn't close. And maybe this is something I should maybe give more thought and pursue and, I guess as I've engaged with people and um, I've received multiple emails and comments and people more than praising the music which would, that's kind of what amazed me, amazed me most, because there, there was, there were, there were people who would say stuff like, I don't even like metal, but I, I was just in tears after listening to this. Yeah. And they focused on the, on the lyrics and like what the song was saying. And I was like, Wow, I mean even even with a kind of heavier. I mean it's not that heavy, but I mean for some people it would be, right? Right. But right. but I, th- that's just kind of what I was like, man, there's a lot of people that are being encouraged um by this stuff and and I've had this kind of just desire for redeeming a genre that you know, we tend to think, you know, it's satans or whatever. It's like <laughs> yeah. but we do that yeah. with everything, right? Yeah, you know we do that you know social media is the devil is like like no like why do we christians have to you know get in our little bubble and think no this is the only christian stuff everything else is worldly right and i just saw how just listening to those artists you know i listened to Shylin, beautiful eulogy and i was like man these guys they're doing amazing um making amazing art for the lord and yeah. in in a genre that's you know not typical for people to think oh it's like no we would think you know think rap who do you think of you know you like rap icons or whatever it's like yeah so so i don't know and and so basically right now i think with everything that's happened i've already started to put this into my schedule to actually do something with it
0: sure yeah i i hope so i really look forward to more of it i i I was blown away, but I was like, oh man, there's only two songs. Oh man. They, I mean, it sounds really good. That was something else. A lot of people said music production sounds great. And a few people told me, oh, well, I'm not a metal fan or I wouldn't do that in church. I'm like, yeah, but still the lyrics. And there was even a guy that I was just like, he just kept going on and on about the, the legality of it. And I guess it was because they've had it posted in that group before, but he was going on and on. And I was like, dude, if you're not going to go read the lyrics or go listen to it, then you've missed the point. I mean, you know, not to be hateful here, but if, if you're not get, I feel like you're totally missing a, a huge thing. If you're, if you're not going to go read these lyrics, because you clearly don't care about someone changing and making a song theologically, biblically sound, you just care about the, the legalness of it. Well, you've missed the point. And, um, but it was still really good and i'm sad that it's taken down but um hopefully in the future right. you guys can uh, figure something out about uh about that uh maybe we'll maybe i'll start a uh, what do you call it like a commission or something to start uh, contacting Corey asbury and just flood his inbox to <laughs> let it ha- <laughs> let it let it be okay but um even still i
1: was, I was i'm sorry I was, I was talking to another guy um uh, a buddy yesterday actually and yeah and um i was actually just mentioning how people started asking like hey you should fix this song you should fix this other one and they was <laughs> like man i don't want to be the guy we don't want to be the people who are just known for grabbing people's songs and you know sure yeah <laughs> i'm i'm okay with like you know standing for truth and you know, being controversial when when but I don't want to at the same time. I mean, for a lot of people, it was just hard. There's, I mean, it's not like a lot of there was. I mean, most comments were su- were super positive and encouraging, yeah. right? But at the same time, it's like, oh, but I can see how people are going to struggle mm-hmm. with with this whole thing. So it's like, I I, I I was already thinking, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore or yeah. again. I'm going to stay stick to just creating. Original music uh, for yeah. the Lord, and with that same genre, and hopefully, you know, um, I, th- you I know, think something and stuff. So
0: maybe even people would be interested in um, like your version, your sound uh, of of actual covers. Like um, I know Cutlass did that. You know, they did a worship album, and it was some of my favorite worship songs, but in a Cutlass hard, heavy, you know, rock sound. I mean, I would I would love to hear. I like hearing you know, songs outside of their genre, like oh, that doesn't fit, but I want to hear what this is going to sound like. So even still, like it, w- it, it just sounded amazing just to hear that song in a metal, uh, genre, let alone the lyrics change. So even something like that, like, Oh, Hey, this is a good worship song. Let's take a Shane and Shane song and make it metal. I yeah. don't know if that would work, but, <laughs> but no, uh, you're doing really great things. Clearly you had some, uh, a lot, like you said, a lot of oh, people just the Lord. take, uh, they, they, uh, started, uh, it started getting viral. Um, but that's, uh, you know, it happens and then, uh, things get taken down,
1: (laughs) but, um, I really appreciate you, uh, getting to, Oh, go ahead. At the same time. It's kind of cool. You know, you just think, I mean, God's sovereign over that. So (laughs) that's, Hey, that's true, man. (laughs) Things are going places.
0: Yep. So, uh, hopefully we'll be seeing more from you, uh, here soon or in the near future at least some more originals up but uh, i really appreciate you getting to talk with me for a little bit today
1: um (laughs) well praise god brother
0: thank you so much for reaching out unfortunately some of the interview with jesus wannabes was cut out because of recording problems and uh, i wasn't able to recover it and so we had to restart But nonetheless, I hope you enjoyed that. And like I said, unfortunately, you can't go and listen to their song, their version of Sovereign Love. But they do have more music coming out. Hopefully soon they do have another song called Just Christ on YouTube. So go follow them on YouTube, follow them on Facebook. And uh, don't forget to follow Grace in Full. And we'll see you next time.